Welcome to the second season of Youth Theatre Art Scotland's Spotlight on the Sector. In this episode, White Ass's Lisa Williamson talks to Icelandic performance maker and director Gudrun Soli Soladotta about her work with Pullman Youth Theatre. Hi, Gudrun! Hello! <laughs> Hi, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, do you want to tell us a wee bit about yourself and maybe specifically about the work that you do with, with Pullman Youth Theatre? It would be great to hear a wee bit about maybe what you were doing with them before we went into this um, mm-hmm. into this madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my name is Gudrun Sole Sigurdóttir and I'm an Icelandic performance maker and director based in Glasgow. I make my own solo work, but the, the kind of biggest focus of my practice is my directing work, where my main focus is working with young people. I direct Pullman Youth Theatre, where I work alongside Ricky Williamson, and Pullman Youth Theatre was set up by a company called Glass Performance, who I've worked for on, on multiple other projects with young people over the last few years. Pullman Youth Theatre is based at Pullman Young Offenders Institution, and it's the only youth theatre in a prison in Scotland at the moment. And, and we make performances from scratch where the young men that we work with devise and come up with all of the ideas in the work that we then present um, to an audience at the end. And, and that audience is made up from people within Pullman, their friends and families, and also an invited public audience. So that's kind of what we do in, in Pullman, and we usually produce about two shows a year. Before lockdown, we were working towards a new production, and that obviously came to a pause, like everything else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> but Glass Performance and Barnardos, who are our partners in Pullman, and, and have been absolutely amazing before and, and during the lockdown, um, we were we were all really clear on that it felt like the engagement really needed to continue despite us not being able to be in the space together but basically we we had to kind of really quickly reimagine what it is that we do and how to continue that engagement despite us not being able to do what we normally do absolutely so so before lockdown happened does does Pullman youth theater usually run as a weekly like a weekly class is that how it would normally yeah yes so mm. we would we we usually meet every week and we we at the start of a process we work on kind of building the group dynamic and getting to know the the young men that we work with and then we start coming up with ideas with them and moving towards making a contemporary performance usually our process is about 10 weeks long for a production um, sometimes it's a bit longer and we've also done projects where we engage them for a, for a longer period of time and we do scratch performances where we invite audience in and have conversations with them so that the young men can kind of unpick and talk about where the ideas come from and what they mean to an audience. So in lots of ways it's very similar to how normal youth theatre would maybe run but obviously mm-hmm. we are in Pullman so it's also also very different but I guess that's, that's why it felt important to to continue despite the lockdown. Yeah, I think I think it's something we've we've all had to I mean I think especially there there must be additional additional challenges with with that specific type of work. So what yeah, yeah. tell us a wee bit more about what what it is that you that you moved to do and how 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 has the the youth theatre's work adapted um, and changed in the last in the last couple of months. I mean, at the beginning of lockdown, it all happened very quickly. We just delivered a normal weekly session, and we didn't really we didn't really know what hap- what, what was going to happen. So our sessions run usually on a Thursday. So it was the Thursday before lockdown where we delivered our last session. 
And after some initial conversations between Glass Performance and Barnardos and, and Pullment, we, we kind of really quickly came up with a new project that we called A Way of Passing Time, where we wrote to members of Pullman Youth Theatre on a weekly basis through their kind of email, it's called Email a Prisoner, and it's their in-house service, usually used for families and friends to keep contact with the young people in Pullman. And we were able to use that service to write to them on a weekly basis. So we kind of, yeah, we took what we do in the space, which is given lots of creative tasks and having conversations about things that we care about in the world and we transferred that to letter writing and um, we've been doing that since the very beginning of lockdown we're still doing that project and and we keep writing and we're coming up with lots of different tasks for them sharing other creative writing poetry big kind of ideas in the world but it's not it's not focused on an outcome like maybe our previous processes were where we we would be working towards a performance this one has been much more about continuing that engagement at a time when we obviously can't be in space together. But then around five weeks ago, we um, obviously we started to realize, okay, this, this lockdown is not going to be just for a few weeks. It feels like it's a long term yeah. situation that we're finding ourselves in. Um, and we came up with a new project um, which is called In Tune, and it's an interactive radio program that we produce every week. So each Monday we air a new episode for the young people in Pullman, and, and we made this program specifically for them, and it, and it focuses really heavily on the young people, so there's lots of ways for them to be involved and for them to choose kind of who we speak to, uh, what we play and, and what we talk about. And, and that project, alongside the letter writing project, has kind of allowed us to do something that before when we were in the space, in the performing arts space in, in Pullman, we were unable to do because of restrictions, because of the size of the space and the time we had and, and all of the other things that you're kind of dealing with as you're running a youth theatre anywhere, I guess. This time, because it's a radio programme, it has the potential to reach all the young people in Pullman. So actually, in loads of ways, it's allowed us to kind of do what we've always been hoping to do with our with Pullman Youth Theatre but on a much much bigger scale and and the feedback and the responses from the young people has can yeah been mind-blowing and and amazing so yeah so we're, we're continuing that project in tune still running every week and we will be continuing that for the foreseeable future and the, and the aim is to hopefully be able to then bring that into the space and to continue that engagement with the young people but obviously nobody knows really what's going to happen <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all still a little bit in limbo at the moment, but that that's amazing, and I suppose that's so interesting because it feels like a lot of the conversations around youth theatre at the moment are how do we how do we continue to engage our young people, or how do we keep as many of our young people as possible? Because the you know the thing that came to my head before you said that was was how many young people were still engaging because it feels like a lot of people who have moved to a digital space you know over zoom or things like that it's like you know maybe maybe 50 percent of your young people if you're if you're lucky are still engaging with your with your work but it sounds like you guys have gone the opposite way and, and, are, and are having yeah your numbers have increased in terms of engagement which is amazing I mean, 
mean, it's been totally unexpected in lots of ways. I think, I mean, the latter writing project obviously had it had its ups and downs, like everything at this moment in time, and, and the engagement kind of varying week to week. But in lots of ways, that is also similar to Performance Youth Theatre in general. Um, we have sessions when we have 15 young men in the space, and then next week we might have five, and that is kind of just the just what you can expect when you're working in that environment and I guess the, the process continues and the engagement continues despite how many people are in the room each week and I think that has that has definitely there's definitely evidence of that throughout throughout this these new projects in terms of the engagement and the and, and the kind of engagement that we're able to do with these two projects I would also argue that in lots of ways they actually allow us to reach those young people that normally we can't reach because not everyone can come to the performing arts space. There's lots of different, the young people have different relationships with each other. They've, they've got other creative programs that they're part of or work parties that they do. So it doesn't fit into everyone's schedule. And and obviously because it's a youth theater and we have a session a week, there is kind of a capacity limit, I guess, in terms of the young people we can engage with. But with the radio pro project and with the letter writing project, suddenly anyone can engage with it and and we can have meaningful conversations and, and share creative tasks and, and, and kind of, yeah, creativity with much more people than, than we were able to do before. So, yeah, I totally I totally hear what you're saying in terms of um, lots of lots of people at the moment are trying to figure out how do we do this. And I think, yeah, I think we found some some kind of magic with this radio program. And also, I guess, because it, because it has lots of variety of content, we've got... Um, an interview each week where we interview a famous person that the that the young people have highlighted to us that they want to hear on the program. We have got a quiz where they send us their, their answers to the quiz each week and we reveal them the next week. We've got a creative task that they can engage with and send to us and we speak about these on the program. So there's lots of different ways to be involved and also for them to be able to ask for songs to be played and to dedicate songs to people in their life or, or to give us the reasoning for why they want to hear those tunes is is massively important and we probably all know that is that music for young people is just such a key part of of their identity and kind of what they talk about so it's been a great yeah a great conversation point and a great way of of moving forward at a moment when really we were yeah we, we kind of didn't really know how it was gonna go when we started it obviously yeah, of course. Amazing. That's what an incredible, what an incredible project to come out of such a difficult time, such a challenging time. Here's a short excerpt from the radio show in tune. everyone, I'm Gudrun. And I'm Ricky. Welcome to the sixth episode of our radio show, In Tune. We want to start today's show by thanking all of you who have tuned in over the last few weeks. We've been totally blown away by the response to the show and your letters and your engagement have been really, really amazing. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you like what you hear. We started In Tune so that we could continue to connect with you all at a time when we couldn't be in the performing arts space together, where we normally work with Pullman Youth Theatre. This started as a bit of an experiment, but the show has continued to grow each week, where your contributions and suggestions make up such a huge part of the show. 
We want to acknowledge your engagement with Intune, and so this week we are starting a very exciting competition that we'll tell you all about later in the show. So make sure you listen in and get your ideas to us. You might be in for a very special prize. If you're interested in taking part in the competition and being part of the show, you can get in touch with YouthWork or get your name down on a referral sheet in the hall. We would love to hear from you and for you to tell us what to play, who to speak to and what to talk about. Now, let's get on with this week's show. You are listening to In Tune, Episode 6, Belonging. In this week's episode, we'll be hearing inspirational stories and reflections. Our quiz will be asking you to think about songs, ships and social media. And as always, we'll be looking back in time at what happened this week at different points in history. We will be asking ourselves what it means to feel a sense of belonging. And asking you to respond to our creative task this week. As always, we'll be playing the songs you have requested throughout the week. We've had some really brilliant suggestions and if you want your tunes to be played on the show, you can send them to us through speaking to youth work or getting your name down on a referral sheet in the hall. Each week we will be offering a creative task for you to respond to. The following week we will share any responses that we have received from you on the programme. So make sure you get in touch with YouthWork or ask for the referral form in the hall if you would like your response to be part of the next episode. On today's episode we have focused on the theme of belonging. We have heard politician Hamza Youssef talk about his heart belonging to multiple places in Scotland and we have heard some songs that speak of connections to people and places. The creative task this week focuses on this idea of finding a sense of belonging. To belong is to feel part of something. That could either be a place or a group of people. Somewhere where you feel a sense of comfort and acceptance, where you feel like you're part of something outside of yourself. We all belong to multiple groups of people and to multiple places, and our identities are shaped by these. Some of those we are born into and others we choose. When we think about where we belong, we might say that we are a group of young people or Scottish nationals, that we are men or supporters of a particular football team. We might say that we are part of a family or a group of friends and we grew up in the same town. You can belong to multiple groups and multiple places all at the same time. Just like when Hamza Youssef spoke about his heart belonging in two places in Scotland, in Dundee and in Glasgow. Think about the people and the places in your life where you feel a sense of belonging, where you can be yourself and where you feel a strong sense of connection. You might be thinking of a friend, of your hometown, of a group of people or a particular place in your community. You could also be thinking of a specific moment in time or even a place where you think you would feel a sense of belonging in the future. Pick up a piece of paper and the pen draw what makes you feel a sense of connection. This could be the outlines of a person who is close to you or a map of a particular place. It could be multiple small drawings of all of the things important to you, all of the things that make you, you, that you are part of. You can think about it as a map of you, if you like, of what brings you comfort and joy. This could either be a reflection or a future prediction, whatever feels right to you. Where do you feel a sense of connection? What does belonging mean to you? 
What are the groups you are part of? The places you have connections with? The people you care about? If you could go anywhere in the world or be part of any group, where do you think you would feel a sense of connection? Your drawing can be as big or as small as you would like. There is no right or wrong way of doing this. If you want to share your drawing with us, you can get a referral form in the hall. We'll get in touch with the youth work team who will explain how you get a response sheet. We would love to see your responses and we will write you back with our thoughts and reflections on what you send us. How do you how do you feel like that could or you know this project and, and the letter writing project is gonna influence or or change your work with this moment you see you know going forward as we're starting to I mean who knows where we're going now but as we're <laughs> moving as we're moving forward in some direction um, yeah how do you think that might influence your work I mean we are we we've started having some conversations about the possibility of bringing the radio program into Pullman and for us to involve the young people directly in the making of the show so for them to be the voices of the program and for them to select the content directly with us and and learn how to edit it and put it together and everything that is kind of the dream obviously nobody really knows what's going to happen and we're still in early conversations about how that would happen but I guess in general what has made us realize is that actually when things need to change and I and I think this goes for a lot of other companies and and projects in the sector at the moment who've had to respond really quickly to to COVID-19 is that when things need to change, actually they can change really quickly. And when you have got brilliant partnership like Glass Performance has with Barnardo's in Pullman at the moment, we can together come up with creative solutions very quickly that actually enable both us as the artists delivering the project to really kind of add to our skill set and to really think about how do we reimagine what it is that we do and how do we still continue that community that we build with Home Dear Theatre, but also deal with an issue that we have come across before, which is how do we engage with more young people? How do we engage with those who, who for whatever reason, don't come into the space? How do we go to them? So I guess these, um, yeah, the, the kind of barriers we've managed to break down is probably what we will be focusing on going forward, but also just going back into the space and, and being able to continue our commitment with Pullman Youth Theatre and continue making shows, but alongside that, perhaps continuing that radio radio programme and continuing to think about how do we reach even more young people and still continue doing what we do. Our next, the next question is could be specifically about Pullman or it could be about your your other work in general. But it's probably a challenging question for a lot of us. <laughs> what does um what does planning for the future look like for you now? Um, I think maybe this comes back to what I was just talking about in terms of having to mm. really quickly kind of come up with solutions and reimagine what it is that you do. I think I have. As a practitioner, and I've and I've done this with other projects during lockdown, where I've had to reimagine my engagement with Platform Young Company, 
um, which is another group that I work with, and also my solo work where I reimagined one of my performances live from my living room for Gateshead International Festival Theatre, and I invited an international audience into my living room and did lots of audience interaction across screens, and, and it kind of has made me go, okay, either I kind of freeze, and I think, and I think in lots of ways, I did feel like I wanted to do that at the beginning because it felt really overwhelming and, and really uncertain how things were gonna how things were gonna evolve and, and kind of where I would be within that, whether I would have any projects going forward or whether everything would come to a pause, which I think it has definitely done for a lot of people. But I've been in a fortunate position where I've been able to be part of the conversations of how do we respond to this? What what is possible and how do we how do I shift what what it is that I do? in order to enable me to continue. So I guess, um, yeah, I guess I guess it comes down to that going forward is is continuing that, continuing to think about, okay, so if we're in this situation this week, if I can go into Pullman and we can deliver a session in the space, but we need to keep socially distant, what does that look like? What is it possible to do? Does it mean that we need to work choreographically? Does it mean that we need to work in smaller groups? Does it mean that we need to think, Is that does that become part of the work? Like all of these kind of questions and, and for those questions not to feel overwhelming, but for them to feel like possibilities or things opening up. I, I would love to continue doing what I was doing before lockdown because um, that is what I do and I love it but also it's been really exciting to suddenly be a radio presenter or or to be suddenly making work for for multiple cameras in my living room and it's really allowed me to think about opening up my practice further and to think about how, how do you reach more people how do you open up your ideas and make them more accessible and make them more available to people in the world I guess yeah it's incredible um sort of shift in, in perspective isn't it about thinking about the possibilities as opposed to to the, yeah. the restrictions of, of the situation that we're in and I think you know we've seen so much incredible work that's that's come out of this of this time which is it just shows you yeah exactly what we can what we can do when we when we kind of put our minds to it and continue to be creative in spite of feeling like you say overwhelmed and and um a bit scared about the future but yeah and that's yeah it's so great to hear about about everything that that you're doing um so let's think about things are starting to ease a little bit now in lockdown um what are you what are you most looking forward to maybe in your work but maybe in your in your life outside of work what are you looking forward to now that lockdown's easing off a little bit i think first and foremost i'm really looking forward to being able to go to iceland where my family lives this is the longest i've been away from iceland so i've not been there since um the end of december and i've obviously i've got lots of uh, ways of contacting them and video calls and, and other ways of keeping in touch but i think that's definitely number one but i feel a bit hesitant about doing it until i can do it in a way where it doesn't feel like i'm having to wear a mask and and, and stay inside and, and feel concerned and worried about my choices um mm -hmm. so i think i'll have to wait a little bit longer to do that in terms of my work i am really looking forward to being able to be in spaces with people again before lockdown i was in multiple spaces with multiple groups of people every week and and it's a huge part of what i do and the social aspect of it and and just during lockdown i've really realized how much these communities matter and 
as much as you can continue that engagement and continue building that community remotely whether that is through letter writing or online sessions or the radio show or or other things that I've been doing I think yeah there's just nothing you, you just can't replace being being able to sit in a circle with people in a space and and, and have a catch-up and see how things are do, how people are doing so I, I really can't wait and also just for things to relax again I think I still, even though lockdown is obviously easing, I still feel very much on edge. I feel like I don't really want to be out the house unless I kind of have to be. And I just really can't wait for things to, yeah, I mean, who knows when that will be, but for things to actually go back to normal. But also maybe for it not to be that normal that we're used to. Also, I think I just wanted to say in terms of the sector, I've been part of lots of really brilliant conversations where I have felt really valued as an artist. And even though I'm not emerging, I'm still much close to, closer to emerging than being established, I would argue. And I think there has been a shift in the sector during lockdown where I feel like artists like myself have been part of the conversations that before lockdown we just weren't part of. And I really hope that that continues moving forward. So there's a few things that I kind of, yeah, hope continue. And then there's other things that I just can't wait to be able to just connect with people and, and meet my family and friends and, and do things again. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Well, what a great a great note to end on. I think certainly imagining, I think every youth theatre practitioner listening to this will be, will be joining you in that hope for yeah. <laughs> sitting in our classic circle with our young people again in a room um yeah that is that is the dream um thank you so much Gideon it was so great so much for having me thanks for listening to this episode of spotlight on the sector to get the latest episodes or catch up on season one don't forget to subscribe on itunes or soundcloud you can get more information on Whitehouse's work and find full transcriptions of every episode on our website at www.ytas.org.uk.